Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm so happy to tell you. This is Laura, of course. You probably recognize my accent and maybe a little bit of my congested voice as well. I'm getting over a little cold. I hope everybody's doing awesome. And I'm really thrilled that Ghislaine is actually joining us in this second second part of our EFT Mastery for 2017. Um, this is so much fun. I just love having you ladies to um, share with. It's just It's just really fun. And she has a couple of questions because she couldn't join us last Friday. And I, of course, offer like, uh, to send me her questions. And the, fe- the first one is, what is the difference between therapy and coaching using matrix re-imprinting? The short answer is not much, but I have to explain, of course. So therapy, a lot of people consider that therapy is you know, as a particular way of healing and is done by psychotherapist or is done, uh, you know, by psychologist. Coaching is um, understood as a way of helping somebody get in a more directive and a more direct way. So that's why a coach, like in the sports, right, we're just, it's a coach that is encouraging people, becoming a cheerleader for that person, allowing them to achieve their goals. So coaching has more of a, um, and connotation of someone, a coach is someone that is guiding another person in to a goal that they want to achieve. Whatever goal that may be, it could be lose weight, it could be start uh, and you know their their uh, their enterprise or their business or anything else. When it comes to matrix, when we're using matrix, matrix is a deep healing tool. That's what it is, and both in therapy and in coaching, it can be used. But I would actually, when it comes, if you are a coach and you're not a therapist, you know, and in different states, there's different, uh, like in the states of Massachusetts, you cannot call yourself a therapist unless you're licensed. I don't know how it is in different states, and I don't know how it is in Canada where Ghislaine is. But the one piece is that is very important is that you can call yourself a coach, especially if you have some sort of certification or training as a coach, but, and I don't think that there's many restrictions about being a coach or doing coaching, but therapy there is. A lot of people think that when you're doing therapy, um, this, you know, therapy has to do a lot more with like psychology and, you know, there's more of an old version or an old image of a therapist. And coaching is more of a more modern way of for people to understand that they have someone that is guiding them, helping them, encouraging them, showing them their blind spots. And of course, there's healing. There's always healing. Uh, in reality, I will absolutely confess that being a, a licensed psychotherapist, having done that for over 15 years and being a coach, what I love about being a coach is that it is more directive. And I have a, a very a more hands-on role when it comes to 
uh, sometimes not necessarily making suggestions, but encouraging people a certain way. The therapist sometimes has more of a passive role. But when, so again, coming to matrix reimprinting is a tool, like any other tool, like EFT, like gestalt, like, you know, visualization, affirmations, uh, anything that you can use as a tool, right? Uh, creating rapport, active listening, they're all tools. When it comes to matrix reimprinting, the one piece, of course, is that it's an incredibly powerful, transformative healing tool. And in your coaching, when, you, when you're guiding someone towards achieving their goal and you stumble upon a block, right, a block of the resistance or a block of fear or a block of beliefs, uh, we can actually find what is the root of that block, what is the memory connected to that block, why is it that this person, for example, why is it that this person is choosing not to, not to lose weight or is resisting to lose weight in a subconscious way or part of them doesn't, doesn't want to lose weight? Um, maybe there's a, a you know, blind spot there because they may believe that if they lose weight, um, they're going to be sexually, you know, too, they're going to be too sexy or they're going to, you know, there's going to be uh, requests. There's going to, there's going to be like harassment, the possibility of being more seen as a sexual person, men or women. And so the root cause in this case is very obvious and simple for all of you brilliant expert ladies is that there's very likely an event, a memory connected with, even if it's light, it doesn't have to go all the way to sexual abuse. It could be just, uh, you know, a young girl who's turning to be a prepubescent, that's a tricky word, prepubescent, and somebody noticing and admiring or making a comment, even if it's very slight, about her body. That is actually... You know, prepubescent girls and mine was very recently there. They, they can be very self-conscious about a body that they don't know what the heck is happening. So if somebody says, "Ooh, you know, you're wearing a bra," or you know, men or women, it doesn't matter. Just something that calls in into their body, um, they may want to protect because they're they don't know how to manage it. So that is just a simple memory like that could have a high, you know very strong impact. A very uh, significant impact, and addressing that with matrix reimprinting could actually continue the process of coaching that person into how to take better care of themselves, not having to be held back by these beliefs that weight is protection, for example. I hope that is that is clear. I think that if there's anything else that comes up, I would be more than happy to get any email from any of you um, regarding this issue, I think it's, it's pretty clear, but I'm, I'm always open and I love sharing. The second question that Ghislaine had is, how can, one second I need to cough, one second I'm going to mute myself before we go into the next question, I need to cough. Okay, I'm back. Wonderful. Thank you. You don't want to cough in your ears. The second question is, how can we heal a trauma when we don't touch the memory by just going around it? Because I don't really understand that process. So it makes a lot of sense, Ghislaine, because we will never heal a trauma by going around it. 
there was a concept, I think it was in level two, I'm not positive, so don't quote me, but um, that is, uh, yes, you go around, you go around the trauma in order to work on it. So again, given a very clear example, which I think is very important, let's say that somebody has been sexually abused. And they're coming to you for whatever, you know, it could be just directly that reason or something that has been the consequence of uh, of that sexual abuse. Um, you know, they're depressed or they're, you know, they're victims of their partner, whatever it might be. Something is going on in their lives. They come to you. It's very clear they've been sexually abused. They want to heal it. And they really want to heal it. They're very committed. They know that this is the root. They do want to heal it. And the idea of going back there even revisiting, talking about it, anything remotely resembling reliving that memory in any shape, way, or form, it's really anxiety-producing. So what we do, the way that we go around it is that we start tapping with just simple, direct tapping on the sensations in the body, the emotions present, and thoughts that come up when they actually consider going back. So we're not actually healing the trauma. We're just really going around. So if the trauma is the center, right, like is is the center and the core issue that needs to be resolved, there's all these other emotions and um, thoughts and sensations in the body. It could be tightness. It could be pain. It could be contraction or constriction in any way that are directly connected with the trauma and what took place. And we, in order to actually go into healing that trauma with matrix, when we get closer, we actually, so we could have, for example, that, that person, that kind of, that lady comes to you, you're going to work in the sexual, um, sexual abuse, and they're freaking out. They're totally freaking out. They're like, you know, I, I'm, I'm so scared. I've been for, you know, I haven't, I haven't slept well in two days. I'm so concerned. So direct, right away I said, okay, makes, first of all, it makes a lot of sense. Of course, you you have a lot of fear about going back. That was really an awful experience, and nobody would want to go. I don't blame you at all. So first thing, validating, honoring, joining with them, and then saying, let me help you release that anxiety, that fear right now. And we just step directly on it, even though I'm so afraid, even though I'm so freaked out about the idea of even remembering or even considering the possibility to remember, right? See, like we're even making it further away. Uh, I, I accept myself and my fear, including my fear, you know, and you just we touch, you know, you just re- decrease the fear, decrease any other emotion or thought that comes up. Um, you know, there, there could be the concern or fear that by um, by talking about it, something else will come up now or they're going to... I had a lot of people tell me, I'm really scared that I'm going to find out something else or worse than what I already remember. Uh, that's a very common fear. Or that they're going to call it again, that somehow there's gonna, they're going to be vibrating with this fear and this victim uh, way of being and some they're going to be expose themselves to being harassed again. So all of that needs to be tapped on in order to get to the place where they're like, okay, yeah, I under, they get, this is where it gets to the place. And it could take a session, it could take a couple of sessions as long as it's needed until they get to the place of like, I'm ready to tackle this. I'm ready to go 
into this memory and heal it for good. And that's when you use matrix to heal that memory. Uh, one of the things that I want to mention is that we have many, many ways of actually going around all the pain and all the thoughts and all the sensations that come from addressing that trauma, from going into that trauma. You can use the draw and tap. You can do the tearless trauma technique, uh, just, you know, naming things. You can actually, you know, like whatever is a dissociative uh, way technique of using EFT. So there actually is over there. You know, the, you can even create some one yourself. Like one of the things that sometimes I do is like, it was we're gonna we're not gonna work on you, but almost like if it were a movie, somebody you know over there, somebody is experiencing uh, this this event. This is it's not about you. That's one one way. Another way is like you can do a pineapple memory. So you can just start you know start with that. There's so many ways. I would definitely encourage you to revisit your level two uh, the second day where we touched upon all the trauma ways of working, um, sorry, all the techniques that, we, that, that you have to work with traumas, and that could significantly decrease uh, the, the fear of working with the trauma. My, I do want to conclude by saying definitely, definitely, definitely do a matrix, even if it's a short version even if it's just the empowering piece, because you don't want to just decrease the trauma itself. You also want to change the way that they feel about themselves. Because, see, once that trauma happened, what gets installed, what gets the programming that gets literally downloaded into the brain is I'm a victim. I am powerless. I have no ability to change my life. When it comes to these this person or these type of situations and you that's the thing about the matrix empowering reimprinting is that changing that victim mentality that victim way of perceiving themselves completely shifts how the person acts in the world and it may actually be one you know matrix sessions in my experience it has been more like I would say three to five especially depending a lot in the, the degree of abuse of course uh, in order for that person to feel completely free of the trauma and free, completely free of that um, sense of feeling a victim and feeling completely empowered. So um, I'm really happy to do these for any of you. Feel free to to use these. I mean, we just we had a very short video, um, audio, and you get some really cool answers. So I look forward to hearing from all of you. I send you a huge hug. Have a beautiful weekend if I don't hear from you for, uh, before. And I look forward to having my voice back. We are going to be meeting, uh, I believe, on the 17th. I have heard a little bit about the possibility. No, I'm so sorry. We're meeting on the 10th, February 10th, and I will send, I will send a, um, a reminder for everybody. Big hug. Wonderful, wonderful to have you in my life. Have a beautiful, beautiful evening, and uh, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye now.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.